Welcome to Unsubscribe. I'm your host, Avani Jain. In this podcast, I'm going to show you how to intentionally opt out of anything that's robbing you of your energy, freedom, joy, and peace of mind. It's time to let it all go, finally, so that you can clear your mental inboxes and make space to subscribe to a life that truly lights your soul. If you're ready, hop in. We are embarking on the transformation of a lifetime. Hey everyone, welcome back to Unsubscribe. I'm so excited to chat with you today. I have been thinking a lot about how I can bring my best self behind the mic to record and share with all of you because sharing really high quality content, the stuff that hits, the stuff that lands and resonates in a new and beautiful way and just reorganizes things in our brains, in my brain as I talk and your brain as you listen. That is what I want to do with this show. So I've been experimenting with recording at different times of day, early morning and after a workout, which I think might be my new place to record because that's where I feel my best. The days I work out, I feel incredible. I think Movement is such medicine. It just helps us get out of our head, into our body, and into the present moment. And when I'm able to do that for a full hour with my awesome trainer, I can then be in this mental high and like place where I have removed all inhibitions and I'm allowing the good stuff to flow through. And so that's what I'm doing right now. I just worked out. I had an incredible upper body day. I feel strong. I feel alive. I feel present. And I'm here to be with all of you and share. So I think this is where I'm going to be podcasting from now on. And I'm still working on making it all flow, finding the new rhythm for the podcast. Probably going to be batching on a monthly basis because I'm all about making this really potent, like I said, but also making it work for me. So all of these things are going to happen and it's going to be incredible but it's been fun experimenting and taking messy action. So I love being in this space. And I'm excited to dive into today's topic because it was kind of an unexpected, well, definitely an unexpected thing that happened. So I'll go ahead and and dive in. The whole topic today is going to be around the idea that when things break, it doesn't mean they're broken forever, that they're any less of value. When we break inside as humans, that doesn't mean our value changes. That doesn't mean anything about who we are and how we show up in the world. It just means that there is some work to be done, some rebuilding, some repair to be done. And now that becomes a part of our story as we move on in life. And I knew that, but I feel like I was really rudely... (laughs) I'm reminded of that when I broke a cherished teacup, really beautiful teacup this week. So I'll tell you the story. I was having some really wonderful matcha in this beautiful Japanese teacup that my best friend Alex and her husband Dudu got for me from Japan. They went on a beautiful honeymoon and they thought of us and they got this beautiful teacup because they know I love matcha. They know I love beautiful art. And it was this amazing handmade white teacup with little bronze edges, porcelain. And it had little illustrations of like a heron and a little meadow. And it was just so pretty. I loved it, but it was also really, really delicate. Somehow it shipped all the way from Japan to Austin in one piece. Nothing happened to it. (laughs) 
Then the maybe like fourth or fifth time I decided to use it, I was washing it and it just slipped out of my hand, fell four inches and shattered into five pieces. I was devastated. I was heartbroken because I loved this little teacup. It meant so much to me. It was so beautiful. Every time I drank from it, I felt so expansive. It felt so good to drink from this little teacup that my best friend in the world got for me. And now it was gone. And all of that day that I broke it, it was in the morning and I just felt this like, ugh, feeling inside. Didn't feel good. Then I remembered when Tushar and I took a trip to Japan in 2019 for our honeymoon, we attended this class. It was called a Kintsugi class. Kintsugi means golden joinery in Japanese. And it is the art of repairing broken pottery, broken ceramics that are mended in the areas that they've been cracked and then dusted at the end with a powdered gold or silver or platinum. And when they are now one piece again and mended, they have beautiful patterns of where that break was, where that original crack was. And it looks incredible and it tells a story. And it's this philosophy that a break and a repair are something that become part of that object's history rather than something that's pushed under the rug or thrown away or like pretend it never happened. It's not disguised. That break, that tear, that rip becomes part of that object's story now and forever. That object is not broken, but it is transformed. And so I was like, whoa, wait a second. I know what to do here. So I went on Amazon. I ordered a Kintsugi kit. It came in the mail. It was less than $15, which is so cool. And last night I sat down and I mixed the epoxy. I mixed a little gold powder in. I put it on the pieces. I held them together. And it was this beautiful meditative practice of fixing this cherished piece of ceramics, this little teacup that I absolutely adored and love. And it was amazing. After it was finished, I looked at it and I felt, wow, this is even more beautiful than the original teacup because now it has a story to tell. And it was just a beautiful, beautiful reminder that that's exactly what life is like. And that is what the human experience is like. We go through this path down life and we go through these moments where something happens and then we have this journey and then we come to a conclusion. And I call this the cyclical nature of human transformation. And it just, to me, the idea of Kintsugi and how those little breaks become part of our story, part of that pot, part of that teacup, part of that plate story, it equates to life, the hardships in life becoming part of our story and bringing us, delivering us to the next version of ourselves. And I feel like, especially the last few years, I've been able to separate and identify which parts of that cycle that I'm in. So I want to talk about that a little bit. There are three parts. The first part is almost the trigger. It is the initiation of the break, the crack. <laughs> it is when the brokenness happens. And that is what I'm calling the crumbling. That first phase, it is hard. It is 
almost concentrated. It might happen in an instant. It might happen in a short amount of time. And then suddenly it feels like things are just crumbling. Things are just falling apart. For me, something that caused a crumbling in a way was when a very key beloved team member, amazing team member of my agency, Matcha Design Labs, decided that it was time for her to move on and start a company of her own. And that initiated the crumbling for me this past year, in 2023. And wow, it was hard. It was sad. It was bittersweet, (laughs) but it was that trigger. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is when the tears come. This is when the feelings come. This is when the overwhelm comes and it all feels like it's crashing down. This is when things begin to burn and they burn for a while. I remember at that time, I felt like, oh, this is a house of cards. The one card is gone and now everything is crumbling down. (laughs) And I remember feeling like, wait a second, this is a lot at once. And it feels like the only right thing to do is to surrender to it, to surrender to this experience and allow the break or allow the crumbling or the falling apart to happen and happen as it's supposed to happen. Because there's nothing I can do to stop it because what's done is done. And I'm incredibly happy for that team member. And at the same time, this experience is very real and true for me. And my business is very close to who I am. So that is when that crumbling started. And then that phase goes into the second phase, which is the work. So we have the crumbling, the break happens, the Kintsugi um, experience is still far away. (laughs) The pot has just cracked. And now we have to do the work. We have to realize there is something here to be salvaged. In my case, my agency, there's something beautiful here, something that has served me so well for so many years. And I need to go internally, go inside myself and think what is here that feels right for this next phase, for this next part. I remember thinking, is my business broken? Is Matcha Design Labs done forever? And there is a time, if you asked me in 2021 or 2022, if this event happened, that I would have said, I'm going to shut it all down. It's the end. (laughs) But I decided to inspect it a little bit more. And that's when I started to do the work. I thought more about how does my agency, my beautiful, amazing agency, which is an entity of its own with incredible team members, how does it fit into all of this? This is the life, how it's changed and transformed life. And so how does my agency fit into that now? Because I started it seven years ago almost. So making space for those ideas and solutions to come in and accepting the opportunities that came up. Eventually, one of my old client's project managers came to me on LinkedIn. I loved working with her. And she said, hey, can we work together? Or do you have any work? I'm freelancing and I'm interested in this and this. I was like, wait a second, maybe. So we hopped on a call and she ended up becoming one of our senior strategists on our team. And it was incredible because it suddenly felt like that support was piling or flowing. Piling is a negative word, flowing. It was flowing in. But in order to make space for those options, those ideas, those solutions to come towards me, I needed to create that pause, create that break and make the space to do the work. So when I make space, what I mean by that is maybe it's physical space. Maybe I need to make extra time for myself in my mornings, in my calendar, 
and really sink into my morning practice or sink into journaling. Maybe it is sinking into other supportive activities like talking to a specific friend or talking to a therapist or talking to yourself. (laughs) Sometimes speaking aloud for me is really powerful because it allows me to process and create neural pathways that are new. And so that was really helpful. And that's why I love my morning manifestation practice, which is an audio practice where I'm talking about how I want things to go. And I'm also processing verbally at that time. But these are all things that add up to the work. So I, I make space for the work to happen because that is when I'm planning, I'm thinking, I'm figuring out what it is that I need to change inside of myself to be open and ready for the solutions when they come in. And then when someone on LinkedIn sent me a message, I was open and ready for that solution to come in. And so that is the work is unpacking what is sticky for us, what is hard for us, what is heavy for us, what is that action or that trigger, the crumbling, bringing out in us. And it's probably, it might be ugly. It might be scary. And so inspecting that, looking at that fear, the monster that's within us, the little chatterbox, monkey chatterbox, or the inner critic, whatever you want to call it, looking at it face-to-face and saying, hey, what are you telling me that I need to listen to and make adjustments internally? What is the thing I need to do to reframe the situation so I can be ready for what's to come and I can be ready to do the repair, to do the rebuild? which is the next phase, the rebuild. And going back to my original example of Kintsugi, this is where the repair happens. I have been preparing for the repair, preparing for the rebuild until this moment. I've been gathering my supplies. I've been doing research to figure out what it is I need to fix this pot, this teacup that has cracked, that has shattered. And now I'm ready to take the action to rebuild. And so after this experience of making space and listening and understanding what it is my business had to be in its next era, I was able to start rebuilding it piece by piece, piece by piece. And I mixed that epoxy. (laughs) I looked at our systems and processes. I removed things that weren't working for us, that weren't serving us any longer, that were just actions to take for what reason I didn't remember anymore. I really scoped everything down to the bare minimum. What was the minimum viable product for that business to keep working? And then what was the team that needed to support that minimum viable product? What was the team that needed to exist to support that minimum viable business that I wanted to run? And not just run in any way, but run in the way that felt good to me. And so I slowly started putting the epoxy on the pieces and putting them back together one by one, just like I did that little teacup, that cute little teacup. It was hard. It was hard to look at the broken pieces and be like, wait a second, is this going to be worth doing? Is this something I actually want to do? And, and for a second there, I did not know. And then I realized the next version of the agency, the next version of me, doesn't have to be exactly like that last version. It could be different. We can truly address who we were, say goodbye to who we were, and step into that new way of being and say, these are the things I want in this new way of being. 
And it doesn't have to be like that old way. And that is what the rebuild, the putting back together, the repair looks like. And now I'm the little teacup or my business, the agency is a little teacup that is walking around. I guess teacup have feet now walking around in the world with beautiful golden lines, little fine lines that say, hey, this is what I've been through. This is the experience I have. And I'm beautiful, more beautiful, more big, bold, strong, alive because of it. That is who I am. I am the best version of myself. I am an expanded version of myself. That is what that little teacup is saying. And it's amazing to take that metaphor and apply it to the ups and downs of life. And my journey with my agency this year was a rough one. It was a rocky one. And I didn't know what it was going to be like coming out of the last 12 months. What was the next version going to be like? And I decided to step into a place of ease. I decided to step into a place of saying yes to clients that really, really, really were right for us and allowing my team to step up because they're incredible. They're better at me than so many things, almost everything, design, strategy, making a roadmap, all of those things they're wonderful at. And so why am I inserting myself in the middle when they can take over? And so this was a transformation of my agency. Yes, but also a transformation for me. And yes, I had that hard moment, that heartbreak, the moment where things broke, but then I put it back together and I moved forward. And now I have these beautiful markings that designate the history of where I've been. It's my story. It's the experiences that have made me who I am, that have made my agency what it is, that have made that beautiful little teacup what it is. And I know that it might happen again. That is the cyclical nature of the human experience. The crumbling, the work, the rebuild, we go through it again and again and again. And each time we have new cracks, new little golden lines that are fixing those cracks at each rebuild or repair moment. And we become more and more beautiful with those experiences. It's really, really cool to think about how it all fits together, but it's, it's hard. Those moments of, is this ever going to look right again? Is it ever going to feel right again? Especially when we're in that moment, this phase of work, that phase of the work, it's such a sticky, sludgy, heavy place. It's hard to move through that. There's so much that we're wading through. There's so much that we can get stuck on. And the moment of going inward can be difficult. And maybe we do it once and we can't do it again for weeks because it's too painful. And so allowing ourselves to have time to go through this cycle and knowing that being in the void and knowing that it's just blurry and fuzzy for as far as the mind eye can see, that's okay. That's how it's supposed to be. It's okay to be in the void and to not know, to be in that place of I'm just here to see what opportunities show up for me. I'm here to see what healing shows up for me. I'm here to see what expansion and transformation shows up for me. That's the work. The work is actually something that is not as much work as it is listening. I mean, maybe listening. Yeah. Listening can be work too, but I guess, I don't know if I like that word work because it's about making that area, mental space, mental quiet. That's what we need to create. It's hard to find that mental space of silence. Sometimes when we make that mental space of silence, that's when the solutions start flooding in. And then 
one day we look up after we've done the work, done the rebuild, put the pieces together one by one and allowed them to cure. Also, it takes time for the Kintsugi teacup to cure afterwards. It is a 24-hour process. So I'm still waiting. I started this. I put it back together last night. And this evening at maybe 8 p.m. or 9 p.m., it will be finally cured. And I can test to see if it's going to hold water. (laughs) And that curing process is also part of the rebuild phase is I have this idea. I'm starting to put the pieces together. I need to know if it's going to stick, if it's going to hold water, it's going to work. Apply that to business or apply that to another experience. For me, I started to pick up these pieces of team members, of processes, of a different business model, honestly, in the clients that we work with and put them in place, test them and see if they're going to (laughs) work. Kind of scary because like you have to wait to see if it's going to take effect. Is it going to bring in the revenue you want? Is it actually going to be something you want to continue to do? And will it feel how you think it's going to feel? I don't know. There's a little bit of risk there. So the repair is not always certain. Same thing with putting that little teacup back together. I'm not sure if it's going to hold water because it had this one crack, this one tiny piece that I think it might have shattered or I lost it, but I had to fill it in with epoxy fully. So there's like a gold circle almost. I don't know if it's actually going to literally hold water. I know people use that term like that solution doesn't hold water. (laughs) In this case, it needs to literally hold water. (laughs) Um, And so I'm going to find out in about eight hours here. We'll see. I think it will. But if not, I will go back. I will go back and revise what we've created here, the rebuild process and do it one more time. And so this cycle after the rebuild it starts again. The next thing that we have to experience as humans starts. We maybe go some time or maybe we don't go some time between one cycle and another. Maybe we're in multiple cycles at once. Who knows? Something triggers another crumbling and then you do the work and then you rebuild. And so this happens again and again and again. We get stronger each cycle, each event. And these events can be different. It could be a big event. It could be a small event. It could be a death in the family, someone close to you. It could be You decide that you're going to drop out of school. You're going to have a baby. You're going to go through a breakup. All of these things, events that happen are big and weigh on you and they will initiate this cycle for you. And it can be hard. So knowing that when you're in this cycle and you're experiencing the things that feel like make you broken, that You're in a moment that will pass. You are in a moment that will not last forever and that's okay. And that's good, right? That's when you know that this is going to be temporary and that can give you some peace when you're in the middle of it all, when you're in the middle of this cycle, right? So I hope these examples were helpful and inspire you to look at hardships in life a little bit differently, inspire you to look at those moments where you feel like you're breaking and you're breaking and breaking and there is no other way to be except in this place of heavy, hard and in the mode of being a victim. And that's okay to be in that mode for a short period. But knowing that you can reframe that whole situation and remember that you are not broken and that 
you are going to be transformed by the end of this experience. However long that might take, this cycle might take a week, a day. It could take months, years, or maybe even a decade or more. Life is unpredictable and life comes in all shapes and sizes and forms and textures and <laughs> weights. So knowing that there is no one way to go through this cycle, the cycle of transformation, but it will happen time and time again in our lives. And as you're going through that cycle, know that you are not broken. You are just experiencing a complete and total transformation so that you can level up into who you were always meant to be. And when you sit in that power, instead of the victim mindset, oh, that's where the magic happens. That's where you claim who you are. You boldly and proudly say, this is who I'm going to be, despite all of this, despite all of the things that have happened to me, or despite the fact that I broke this beautiful teacup, I am going to make the most of this situation. And it's going to be a story that I tell, that I share. And that's what I did with the little teacup. <laughs> I was so sad two days ago when it broke. And I was like, this is the worst thing ever. I remember feeling like there was so much hanging on that tiny little teacup and now it was gone, but it wasn't really gone. It was just transformed. It wasn't really broken. It was just transformed. And now we can be just like that little teacup as we move into what's next in our lives, the next cycle in our lives, and be the transformed version of ourselves. I hope this was helpful. I'm so excited that I got to share the story with you. And if you loved this podcast episode, please take a moment to leave a review and tell me what you think, because that really helps the podcast. That helps me know of what I should record more of or record less of. And I would also love it if you shared on Instagram and tag me at Avani M. Jane. I love you all so much. I am thinking of you every single day and wish all of the love, all of the beauty, all of the expansion, and all of the unsubscribed vibes so that you can build a life that truly lights you up. Take care. <laughs>